All right, without further ado, it is time for... The Other Side of Midnight presents Commendations. Let me begin by commending Sergio Romo, speaking of baseball. So he knew the deal the moment he re-signed with the San Francisco Giants. It wasn't a comeback for the 40-year-old reliever. It was just a chance for him to end his career in front of the fans who supported him most. Sergio Romo um, thanked fans after his final appearance in professional baseball. He got that opportunity on Monday when he made the last professional baseball appearance of his career. Romo was called in to pitch during a spring training game at Oracle Park so Giants fans could give him one more ovation before he retired for good. Little did those fans know that Romo would also pay tribute to them during the outing. Throughout his final spring training, Romo made a deal with every kid who asked for his autograph. And I think this is so cool. Listen to this. If he agreed to sign their piece of memorabilia, their ball or their jersey or their bat or their hat, whatever, they would have to sign his cap. And when Romo took the mound for the last time last Monday, a week ago, he wore that cap now full of autographs from young Giants fans. And that was his way of thanking fans for their support of him over the years. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was uh, absolutely wonderful. Uh, And good for the Giants for giving him this opportunity, because I know a lot of other organizations probably wouldn't. So good good for the Giants. And Sergio Romo, I do commend you. I must also commend, and unfortunately this is a posthumous commendation, and I hate to... I hate to mention this, and I went back and forth because I have tried to mention nothing about this tragic Nashville shooting. But the heroism of the leader of the Covenant School, Catherine Kuntz, absolutely must be recognized. She's 60 years old, young woman in the grand scheme of things. She's the head of the school and a lifelong educator And she lived to love and encourage kids, parents, and colleagues. And she died trying to protect her students from this heavily armed former student who killed her, two of her colleagues, and three nine-year-old children. She gave her life to protect the students that she loved. And this is just extraordinary. She confronted the shooter in a school hallway, knowing that he was armed to the teeth, shooting people. And um, she didn't care. She died protecting her students. I mean, this woman is incredible. They ought to put a statue of this woman up at at this school, at the very least, because my heart breaks for this woman. And at the other, on the other hand, I'm just in awe of um, her bravery. I must also give a commendation to the nation of Finland. No, this has nothing to do with the elections that took place in Finland yesterday. You don't know how lucky you are, folks, because I spared you 15 to 20 minutes 
of talk about the Finnish parliamentary elections. And I had it on my list until the very last minute before the show. I'm trying to rationalize somehow in my brain talking about the Finnish elections. And then I have like a devil on one hand and that devil is saying, Frank, come on. You can make the Finnish elections interested in people that don't even know anything about the Finnish parliamentary system. You can do it. And then the angel is saying, Frank, no one in your audience cares about the Finnish elections. You're lucky if they care about American elections. Do not bore them for 15 to 20 minutes with your analysis of the Finnish parliamentary elections. So the angel won and you are spared conversation about the Finnish elections. But that has no... That's no bearing on why they're getting a commendation. Well, the Nordic nation has been ranked the happiest country on earth for the sixth consecutive year. So sure enough, the World Happiness Report, as released by the United Nations Sustainable Development Solutions Network, they found Finland to be the happiest country in the world and the country with the best well-being. So congratulations to the Finnish. Might not be a bad place to live or a bad place to visit. You heard Matt Blaze allude to this before, but I must give a commendation to John Cena, a great pro wrestler, and I love that he's still active. Um, He has now set a world record, a Guinness world record, and this is the kind of world record that people should aspire to break. And I don't know that it ever will be. It's just extraordinary and it says a lot about him. He has fulfilled 650 life-changing Make-A-Wish requests. I mean, that's incredible. You imagine the emotional toll that takes on him being around that many sick children and that many terminally ill children? I mean, at the Blue Lives Matter Gala, they had a picture of this little girl whose wish was to be a police officer. And she got to join her local police department in Texas, and she came to New York, and and she I met with her when she was here because she was part of her tour of the New York City Police Department was... She went on some radio shows, and I was working with Joe Piscopo at the time, and Joe had her on, and she died shortly thereafter. And I'd say I almost break up every time I think about that little girl, and especially when I see her picture. And to think that John Cena has gone through this 650 times, it's extraordinary. And uh, I've I've tried to do a lot of work for the Make-A-Wish Foundation over the years. I've certainly contributed to the Make-A-Wish Foundation over the years. I think they're a great group, as are other wish-granting organizations that um, that f- fill a similar role. But for John Cena to fulfill 650 Make-A-Wish requests, that's extraordinary. And it's certainly commendable. Also, want you commend Rob Sterling. This is someone who should be more famous than John Cena. This guy is 60 years old. Okay? He just broke his own world record. You want to know the world record this 60-year-old man broke? Rob Sterling has been working out for more than 40 years. But he just started recently doing push-ups. 
because injuries forced him to find a replacement for the bench press. So, he just broke the Guinness World Record for doing push-ups in 60 minutes. You know how many push-ups he did in an hour? Rob Sterling did 3,264 push-ups in a single hour. I don't know that I could do 3,264 push-ups in a lifetime. This guy did it in an hour at 60. I mean, that is incredible. And this guy is not a um, professional bodybuilder. He's an insurance agent. I'm just amazed at this. Regular guy, really into working out, doesn't do this professionally, not a professional athlete, 3,264 push-ups in a single hour? Wow. Um, I want to commend improv. Improv. You know, somebody mentioned Seinfeld and comedy in general and faulty towers as a way to relieve depression. Well, there is some evidence to show that actually performing improv can help mental health. And... um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After completing surveys about their individual experience with social anxiety, confidence in their social abilities, and tolerance for uncertainty, 339 students ages 8 to 12 started a 10-week-long improv program. And when they were asked about the same things after the program ended, the results revealed that the students experienced less social anxiety and increased tolerance for uncertainty. So at least when it comes to students... In the study authored by Peter Felsman, well, young people, improv can really help. I'm curious to see if the same thing would hold, hold true for adults. But until we know, I'm giving a commendation to improv, not just for entertainment purposes, but for mental health purposes. Let me commend the city of Charleston, South Carolina. They are known for many things. Nice beaches, some nice tourist attractions. But I really must give a commendation to Charleston, South Carolina, because they have been ranked as the best city in the country for outdoor weddings. That's right. The rankings of this study were based on eight separate categories. Quality of outdoor wedding venues, access to wedding planners, Sunshine, Um, and Charleston was selected as the best city in the U.S. for couples looking to have an outdoor wedding. So if you're looking to get married outside, consider Charleston. Darren Camp, also the proud recipient of a commendation, showing that sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, but sometimes it's best to be both lucky and good. Darren Camp is an Australian gold digger who turned up a stone weighing 
10.1 pounds. 10.1 pound stone. More than half of which is gold. This is one of the largest gold nugget finds in recent times. They say the gold nugget that this amateur gold digger found is worth $160,000. Good for this guy. Good for you, Darren Camp. I'm sure that comes with a lot of waiting. You know, whenever I see a guy or a girl at a casino and they've won big money, they get a jackpot worth, you know, $70,000, something like that. There are always people that walk by and they kind of snicker at that person. They say, oh, can't believe he won. Can't believe she won. Oh, why should they win? Why shouldn't I win? In almost every case, that is someone who has worked at at winning. And I know it's silly to equate gambling with gold digging, but it's not. Because they put a lot of money into that slot machine to hit that jackpot. And they deserve every penny of it. And this guy, Darren Camp, I guarantee you, for every $160,000 gold nugget that he's found, he spent one million times that amount of time looking and not finding anything. And this doesn't come without a lot of patience, without a lot of time, without a lot of hard work, and yes, with some luck. I'm, I'm happy for this guy. I want to commend Ellen Zhu. Ellen Zhu is a 17-year-old who has won $150,000 in in a science talent search for a remarkable way to diagnose pediatric heart disease. In the oldest and most prestigious young adult science competition in the nation, 17-year-old Ellen Zhu used a kind of AI design... To, to, the, to design the first diagnosis test for a rare disease that struck her sister years ago. So with a personal sis, uh, story driving her, she managed an 85% rate of positive diagnoses with only a smartphone image. And that's extraordinary for any doctor or at any age. 17-year-old? Glad she's won some money. And finally, I want to give a commendation to... Kendall Cummings, you know, with all the wrestling talk we did last hour, this is a collegiate wrestler, a sophomore, NJCAA wrestler, and very strong, very brave, and he needed all that bravery because he decided he was not going to let a mama grizzly bear maul his friend to death. Last year, Cummings was out with his friends Brady Lowry, Gus Harrison, and Oren Jackson in the woods in Wyoming looking for shed antlers from elk, moose, mule, which along with being a fun way to pass the time in the woods, can also earn a college kid a few hundred dollars for a big pair of antlers. So they stumble upon a bear, a grizzly bear, probably weighs about 500 pounds. And he starts attacking his friends. And the old joke, I don't have to outrun the bear, I just have to outrun you. This guy didn't run away from the bear. He used a quadruple leg takedown, which is a wrestling move, against the grizzly bear to get him off of his friend. And 
luckily, these kids escaped with minor injuries because this brave collegiate wrestler wrestled the bear and won. That's impressive. All right. Uh, That concludes this week's edition of Commendations. If you didn't make the list this time around, hopefully you will next week if you do something commendable. 800-848-9222 if you want to comment. Very excited about our uh, next guest. We're going to talk with Dr. Mark Hewitt all about the Zodiac serial killer. You're not going to want to miss this discussion. Believe me. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 